So, I've planned our journey. Planned our journey? What on Ellis are you talking about? Our journey? I've planned it. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard you. I just don't understand you. What, what does that mean? Well, I've meticulously calculated the amount of supply we'll need, carefully mapped out a route which skirts the line between safety and speed, and marked the location of all the havens along the way. Ah, we wizards are usually fond of academic work, but even I think that's too much. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of effort. The GM normally just hand waves all that stuff. Ah, you didn't get the memo? We're now using the new advanced journey rules. Journey rules? Yes. They give the journey portion of an adventure more depth and create a sense of immersion into the world. Hey now, I've lived here for nigh 50 years and the last thing I need is more immersion into the world. It's all about verisimilitude. It's all about the more what now? I think our friend here is referring to the illusion of reality. They're saying it makes our environment feel true and authentic. Well, that Albert bite last week felt pretty darn true and authentic to me. I know, right? And that pit trap, you know, the one with the flaming spikes and the zombies, wasn't exactly lacking in verisimilitude. Yes, yes, but that's not what I mean. This makes the journey part of the story, rather than just a mechanism to transport us from one adventure location to another. Part of the story? Yes. It takes a normally overlooked aspect of adventuring and makes a compelling and detailed pillar of exploration. Pillar of exploration? Can't we have a feasting rules instead? A nice feasting pillar? Feasting rules? I don't follow. Well, if we're going to enhance an aspect of the world, perhaps we could enhance the stuffing of face with food and ale part rather than the mosquito squatting and mud squelching part. Well, that's not exactly adventurous, is it? It is the way I do it. Where would we be if that hobbit, uh, what's his name? Frodo. Yes, Frodo. Where would we be if Tolkien had just skipped the journey part of the story? Well, we'd have a much shorter book, that's for sure. If I was Frodo, I'd be pretty grateful, frankly. Yeah, it's not like he enjoyed walking all the way to Mordor. Quick hop to Mordor, drop the ring in, Bob's your uncle. No need for that traipsing up and down hills and trudging through forests and swamps and sleeping in dank, smelly caves. Yeah, who needs that? That is not the point. Well, what is the bleeding point then? The point is that the journey is the story. Pretty boring story if you ask me. Look, these new journey rules are pretty simple. We just need to work out how long it will take us to reach the Westwatch Peaks, make sure we have enough supply on us, and leave the rest to the GM. Leave the rest of what to the GM? It sounds like we're the ones doing all the hard work here. Well, she's going to tell us about the encounters we have along the way. Random encounters? Really? We tired of those 30 years ago. There's only so many bandits you can encounter along the road. Random encounters can be fun. It's not just bandits. There might be exploration challenges like a broken bridge, or a social interaction with a knight looking for her lost love. Oh yay, obstacles, just what I need more of in my life. And you can get XP and other rewards from them. Okay, now I'm listening. Uh, XP, you say? And other rewards, you know, treasure and stuff. Did I hear the word treasure? Well, my friend, you have me convinced. You know, you really did bear the lead there. Is a matter of perspective, I suppose. Perspective, schmuspective. Now onwards to treasure and glory.